Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. And I told them, I said, look, I do not want to step out of line. I want to get it in the proper order. I don't want to be like our elected officials who are 35 and getting the vaccine. That's, yeah, that's, that's silly. That's, yeah, how about just the so, big ones? Exactly. The, yeah. gem, the military guys, give it to them. The guys, yeah. the guys are in the silo with the key. I want them to have it. I don't because, need Marco Rubio getting the vaccine. <laughs> not necessarily. I feel the same way. Hi, I'm Dr. Drew, and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Welcome, everybody. After, Dr. Drew After Dark. Uh, phone number 818-253-1693. Send those voice messages in. We love them. We're going to visit lots of those today. And the emails at Dr. Drew, uh, excuse me, Dr. Drew After Dark at gmail.com. That's my email address. And uh, the emails there, we got some of those. And we got the great Josh Potter in the house today. How are you? Yeah, it's good time. You're slurring it's... your speech a bit. Did you get the vaccine? Am I really slurring? <laughs> no, you're not hey, slurring, I'm but still... you were. Uh, uh, I was, uh... I was uh, fumbling. Uh, no, I did not get the vaccine. <laughs> uh, we are in the midst of an outbreak here in Southern California. In fact, we are the epicenter of all COVID in Southern California. That's true, yeah. And uh, it's made for difficulty navigating about. It's made for challenges for those people who are trying to stay covid free yeah uh, and trying to stay covid free around here we got our tests i that was the first time i got the nose test the big high nose the ethmoid all the way up yeah that's good right? we had very different experiences i marked you I yeah I, you. I my wife posted my test immediately or on instagram live did i think and uh, two seconds after I got my test, Josh Potter called me with resentments. <laughs> so... <laughs> well, I mean, his like his test, I see like him sitting on his couch and the, the woman comes in and she's treating him. I had my test done on, in the road. She was like, you can just come out to my car. She didn't even turn the car off. I, I had those tests, too. I, I, in New York, a woman would not. I had a woman that came and tested me, would not speak to me. Wow. Would not speak. Just, Wouldn't even speak to you. I, well, not she a hello. stored some grunts and things. Was like, eh, put your, what about know, signing know. the forms and stuff? She, she can, just slops it down in front Jesus. of you. Yeah, yeah. It was really Talk weird. about bedside manner. Yeah, yeah. And so I've had many, I've had many a test and I'm still going to end up getting this thing. So I was trying to get the vaccine yesterday and uh, I was really p- rather poorly treated by some of the staff at the hospital to the point where I was confused about it. I was, yeah. I, I literally thought to myself, do you enjoy treating senior staff like this is this something you're like in like you feel good about right i was really surprised i was like i i couldn't i was confused by it but then i complained about it on television and then i got a call from the chief of staff really and um he was very kind and uh, you know, apologetic for some of that stuff and, i mean and, now uh, you've worked in hospitals before yeah but hang on oh and then i and he was complaining about how tough things are and i said why don't you put a call out for more staff and he goes like we're trying i go i feel like me would come in and he goes you want to come in i go yeah so I'm going to be coming, going in oh. and working in the hospital very shortly. I was going to say, like, could it have to... been this gentleman just being fatigued and worn down by everything over the past few weeks that he was uh, no. acting in? A no, this was this was way? this was literally. It, I literally in my head, I thought this is like a, like in a World War II border scene. Show me your papers. Show oh, me. Wow. It was really like if he'd had a gun, I feel like it would have been pointed at me. Yeah, and, and it was like what. Because I'm a staff, I've been 40 years at this hospital. You've, this, 
So yeah, you, that's you, wild. You think it's a, it's a right to actually be treated like this? I wonder if but, that's how it's going to be down the road when we start doing things where it'll be like, show your papers, like meaning, did you get the vaccine? Yeah, it, it Giving power to people that should not have it who don't understand hierarchies and things, that's a really scary thing. I never thought about it that way. I never yeah. cared about it. But there is a purpose for hierarchies. That yeah, it, for has, sure. it has a role, particularly in things like hospitals where people in authority have to be listened to very carefully and quickly. Let me see. I'm checking my um, my emails because they're going to be sending me my instructions for what kind of hospital work I'm going to be doing any minute. Wow! So, yeah, and you will so, that'll help you get the vaccine even more probably, right? Because you're going to be doing well. Then I'm going to get the vaccine. I assure yeah. you, because then I'll be on the front lines. Yeah, as it is. And I told them, I said, look, I do not want to step out of line. I want to get it in the proper order. I don't want to be like our elected officials who are 35 and getting the vaccine. That's, yeah, that's, that's silly. That's, that's really not fair. But. And it's like they're doing it out of symbolism or whatever. Yeah. They have the people. I hope by the time I get the vaccine, people clap for me. Hey, and guess what? Yeah. And not only that, but guess what? They, they could give the vaccine to a dozen uh, uh, elected officials, and that would get the point across. Yeah. You don't have to let them all get it. Yeah, how about just the so, big ones? Exactly. The, yeah. gen, the military guys. Give it to them. The guys, yeah. the guys are in the silo with the key. I want them to have it. I don't it's, need Marco Rubio getting the vaccine. <laughs> not necessarily. I feel the same way. And so, uh, and you know, but certainly the elderly folk in the Senate, maybe those guys. I, mean, I want Diane Feinstein. I don't to get know. It. Some of them they cannot get it too. No, Diane Feinstein needs it. Let's okay, she it. can get it. Yes, yeah. but I'm saying some of them. Yeah. Is Hold it Feinstein on. or Feinstein. This I do. I not always know. get it wrong. So, in any event, so I may be working front lines in the hospital soon enough. I, I actually signed up to do it for New York too, and I was in, I was in, in being enrolled. I was getting interviewed and stuff, and then that outbreak just ended. It just ended yeah. like in five days. It was over. And so they never called me. Um, I'm wondering if the same thing's going to happen now because it has started to decline, at least the cases have. The really scary thing is if it doesn't, if the slope goes positive or stays positive, it's going to be a shit show. It's oh, my be God. I In hope here, it doesn't. Right here. Okay. Just because uh, we don't have beds. We don't have enough staff. It's just the way it goes. I looked into my own way of trying to work on the front lines during all of this. I thought, how can I contribute? And I actually was thinking about working at a grocery store. Ooh, that would be good. But... You know, I work here, so I didn't, you know, the risk and all that. So I Yeah, you don't want to bring it back to. here, but maybe yeah. you could just heat up the uh, shoulder hair porn again. That would be service. You know, I'm doing it for the holidays really? begrudgedly, I'll add. I'll add that I'm doing it begrudgedly, but I'm doing oh. it uh, for the holidays because I am trying to spread joy this holiday season Dude, where I can, you know. You could do a whole Grinch line. Yeah. You know, you could be the Grinch or Sam I Am, any of those characters. You yeah, could... I'm trying to put less effort into it. Uh, no, no, more. you wouldn't have to put, but just dye your hair, your body hair, well, yellow or green, and you're <laughs> Sam I Am, green, you're the Grinch, <laughs> and just have a holiday scene. Yes, no, of course, but the dyeing of the hair is an effort in you which I don't... You could use food coloring. It'll take yeah, five Yeah, you're right. I guess that's true. Oh, it'd be so... The kids would love it. The kids would love it. <laughs> yes, indeed. But I have been fulfilling those uh, as Ooh. as we are doing the quarantine. But uh, yeah, I thought about like I should just work at a grocery store. Why the fuck not? I, I listen. Well, so you're bringing up really. And yeah, everybody, this is a COVID special. We don't have a. It's hard to avoid the topic when you live in Southern California right now. Yeah, and, in a lot and, of places and, actually, I would say. Yeah, well, right here especially, we're getting mm -hmm. nailed. The, everywhere else is turning down. Everything else is getting better. Well, everyone good. else is healing. So, Southern California is the problem. And uh, nowhere has been more locked down than California, by the way. Tell me how, right, how that's good, my point. Like, how how good did, is that working? How does the math line up? Doesn't. There? Doesn't. This is my point from the beginning. It's like they, they need the public health department should be figuring this shit out. You mentioned working in the front lines in the food service or in grocery stores. Yeah. People have said that one of the reasons Hispanic media is getting hit so hard is there are a lot of people working in those kinds of jobs and bringing it home. 
No one's gone out to prove that or right. to see what's wrong with those working environments that that is happening. Why aren't they doing that? If I was that's wondering the case? if there was a study at all of nothing, grocery store nothing. employees or whatever that no, have gotten positive got zero. Cases. These public health officials have been incompetent. And going in, there are regions of Southern California that have it literally ten times worse than everywhere else. Literally, maybe twenty times. That's wild. And no one has gone in and go. Well, we got to look at this. Figure out why this is going so badly. And they throw out all kinds of theories. They're living on top of each other. They're frontline workers. Yeah, prove it. And then yeah. fix it. And then fix it for them. And don't make them stay home in those environments. Let's find some other way of quarantining sick people. That's the way the lockdown seems to have progressed. Ugh. It was like, stay home, blah, blah, blah. But now it's like, we're catching it from the living room. It's exactly where you're getting it. So it's like, where do we, do we just sleep outside? What do we do? And it's like, a lot of people are doing that in Southern California, I noticed, sleeping outdoors. Yeah, well, we could join them on the street. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. very popular. They're not getting it. <laughs> seemingly not. So, I, it's so, been wild out there. Yeah, so the point is well taken that they, they should be creating, creative in terms of how, what we do. I see. It feels like they're spending oh. more of their time going to try and shut down restaurants as if they're yes. the health inspectors. Yes. Yes. Oh, Josh, insightful man. Always bringing it. Thank you. I mean, yeah. I just sit at home and look at the TV and see what what's going on. I try my best. <laughs> uh, but you're gonna get some real action then in the hospital. Yeah. Like yeah. you'll be, you'll do everything, right? It's not just. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, because I have this weird background where I do can do intensive care work. I haven't done it in a while, and if they want to deploy me, I I can go do that stuff. Wow. Hey. And, and my bed is I'm gonna be like in the ER tent. That's probably what yeah. you're seeing routine stuff, but. But uh, what's that like stitches and shit like that? No, it'll be more like chest pain and shortness of breath and cough and blah 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 and strokes and blah, blah, yeah blah, blah, blah. and uh, abdominal pain and all that kind of stuff. But but I I just want to do my part, you know. Sure. I, I I have the skill set. I just show me boss word, point me in the right direction, guys. And so I sent an email back just before the mic's heated up here, and I said let's let's go. And so I'm yeah. waiting for I'm going to keep checking for the response to see what we get. Awesome. Yeah. And you'll get the vaccine quicker that way. Yeah, how about that? Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> the, that, that COVID Gestapo, <laughs> the Border Patrol. Right. Right now. Really weird, isn't it? That How old are you? I'm 34. Okay, I'll so be 35 very so you're soon. you're close actually. to millennial age. I guess you're technically I am a millennial, millennial, yeah. What is it with that age group? Help me understand this. Yeah. Do, do, they, do they despise hierarchies? Do they hmm. not see hierarchies? O or is it authority is something they don't know how to manage gracefully. <laughs> well, I would venture to I would venture it's... to bet that a lot of times growing up authority figures and people who are older have done things that put us in the positions that we're in. So now there's almost a disregard for it. Uh, what does that across mean? Across the board. Meaning in? like being stand up comedians? No, 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 no. In... I'm talking on a completely macro level like baby boomers fucked up the economy that we grew up in and we had to take take upon us and I'm not saying I feel this way. I'm just saying it's a mentality that I, that I've heard, you know. So our parents, our teachers, every everybody growing up was like, you could be whatever you want. You could live your dreams. Yeah, you could mistake. do this, that, the other thing. That was the '90s. Yeah, you can get a job. How about that? Yeah, there was none of that. Yeah, there was. You can go to whatever college you put your mind to, and that's just not the case. Yeah, uh, you can do whatever. You know, all that kind of shit was fed to us growing up. So it, it's is it is it? So um, now it's like we go. Oh, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about at all. So now we're done with you. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? That's the way that I, I would venture to guess uh, the thought process. So it's deflated expectations or something. Yeah, it's almost like finding out your parents are humans. Right, or not Santa superheroes. Claus doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's mature. Yeah, no, I mean, it's not mature, saying. but it's I'm like, uh, it's what, um, 
you know, when you were looking towards that authority, it was like, well, maybe now we need a new one, and it's us. So, well, that's just all speculation. And it just seems to me that part. that sounds like Mao cultural revolution stuff. It sounds like the Border Patrol of Germany, yeah. and like we give them a bunch of authority, and then they're gonna start aiming their guns at people. Yeah, well, we've it's seen uh, the guns crazy. aimed. I mean, quite pretty often. Crazy. And what, sometimes they shoot blanks and it doesn't matter. And sometimes, you know, they have the silver bullet inside of them. But, uh, you know, I don't think, I, I, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to speak for my whole generation. But No, uh, no, but I'm just trying to understand. It. It's new to me. It's like a, like a novel. I'm, I never confusing. felt that way. I think it's like, I don't know. I mean, I'll, I always, I don't know that I'm like a cuck for authority or anything like that. <laughs> but I... Uh, I've definitely always, I've always like, thought of you that way. Josh. I, strangely enough, I have. I've always been respectful of authority, and yeah, I don't know that that's like a generational thing uh, necessarily. But I do. Well, I know what you're talking about. My, I mean, my is... generation started eroding all of that. Like we didn't like authority, and mm -hmm. we we had the whole question authority thing, but we didn't say that authority doesn't exist or that right. only we should be authorities. We were just like question authority, and I see what you're saying. And, so there's and, like a level of that whole you know, everyone is equal mentality that bleeds into authority and taking I on guess, that. I guess, I guess. I, I mean, I, I mean, there are, I don't know. If if the airline pilot tells me to do something and we're in the air, I'm going to listen to him. Yeah. The guy knows what he's doing, right? Yeah. Okay. There's a word, the word authority means yeah. that you're an expert on a particular subject. Yeah. Or you've typically, earned or you, uh, Yeah. You have the right yeah. to uh, assess a situation and deem the proper response. Speaking of doing that, let's talk about can't come transmit coronavirus. Can come transmit coronavirus. Yeah, I've come. been wondering this, yes. Big fan, uh, tested positive, uh, four weeks since I've been exposed, three weeks since my first positive result, quarantine 10 days, initial symptoms told no longer contagious. 10 days was over, but was advised to continue to wear a mask in public. That kind of bothers me. I don't know why. Keep social distance. I, again, that's that's good idea for another week or so because you might produce. What part mask. of the mask thing? What do you mean? If he's had the illness, he doesn't have to worry about. Yeah, it's more for like just do it. For well, if you want to signal, fine. Yeah, signal. exactly. If, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't want to be hassled, fine. But don't say you need to wear the mask if you've had the illness. You don't. Yeah. Uh, I retested recently and I'm still positive. Oh, that's interesting. I've been told I could test positive up to three months. Girlfriend, I'm coming to visit for the first time before I'm exposed. Now, a few questions. Am I contagious if we make out or have sex? What is more contagious, my semen or my saliva? Uh, if semen is contagious, would somebody be more at risk if dumped a full clip hmm. into the vagina, mouth, or butt? It's got to be the mouth. I don't know. Well, well you tell me first. I the mean, butt is the most absorptive, right? It's a, it's an absorptive you know, surface. Right. And so things like HIV, right, more likely to get through that way. Well, yeah. Well, I always so, thought HIV could be passed through the butt because there's the friction aspect. No, no, it's the it's the absorptive capacity of the oh. rectum. It's it's designed wow. to absorb, while the vagina is absorbed is not absorbed, nor is the mouth. That's a squamous barrier. Hmm. That the uh, but that the butt is not not so barriered. Yeah, so that would be my worst case scenario. In fact, I think mouth to butt would probably be the worst. Oh boy, if you really got up in there, is that why the butt feels so good? Because I don't know the insides that you were just talking about, the differing insides. No, You're like, whoa, all, what is that? That's all nervous nerve stuff. Nerve okay, input. S similar nervous input to what's going on in front. You know, okay. it's all related. Um, but uh, that was a distracting comment. <laughs> but but <laughs> but I'm just oh. <laughs> 
Uh, what else does he say? So, so what he, about making? But out? I haven't answered it. Yeah, yeah, all that could transmit if he's still infectious. But theoretically, two weeks after your symptoms have resolved, you should not be infectious. Um, but you might want to test, have antibodies tested to be sure, and uh, that's what you want to do. It's just such a fucking mess out there with getting this shit. I mean, like, I feel like we should get an award for not getting it if we don't. Well, we certainly should not stigmatize people that do get it. Oh, no that's doubt. Really I hate that. Me. That really yeah. bugs me too. It makes me feel I'm thankful that I have not had it yet, but it makes me upset when I see people railing against people catching what is undoubtedly random. the most contagious uh, thing that yeah. we've ever seen, right? right? Yeah, I mean, random. like, yeah, and everyone, there's a, it's being passed around, and obviously, like, to no fault, no one wants to get this fucking thing, you know? Right. Uh, just want to say I'm full support of the rational revolution. Growing up, my father emotionally physically abused me. My dad currently lives an hour away from me. By the way, somebody t tweeted me an interview, Nadav, with Christina P. and her father. They were like uh, having a conversation, and then she was playing it for Tom was playing it for discussion mm. in an early YMH uh, broadcast. Oh, wow. I didn't know. Why did before why, my time. Why, I'm sure. Why was that been hidden from me? I didn't oh. even know it existed. Yeah, I think we totally forgot that it even was something that we did. The, the, I, I suggest she do it again. I, I insist. Uh, I think we have to. We have to get that young man in here. He sounds like he sounds like. Do you remember the character of the Czech brothers that Dan Aykroyd, the Steve, wild and crazy guys? He really does. Yeah, sound like, I he, think he would think those guys were dorks. Oh, I understand, but he sounds exactly like. One oh, of those I see guys. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, my uh, father's more like those guys. I would say because he's more like he's kind of like Christina's dad, but he's a little more like seemingly jovial. Ah. Uh, Jovial. From what I've understood, yeah. Jovial Hungarian, jovial. Yeah, my dad's Greek, though, so he's... Uh, oh, that's different. Yeah, so he's a little more uh, sensitive, I would say, actually, if that makes sense, in his uh, capacities yeah, it, of being a... The Greek, the Greek version of that has a zest for life. Exactly, yeah. yes, that's exactly yeah. what I mean. It, the Hungarian part is closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but we'll have fun. Uh, I immediately shut down. Wait, wait. Because of my abuse, uh, I see a man who has similar height or wears similar clothes. I immediately shut down, go into panic or cry, throw up. Oof. When I'm out of state, I do not suffer from this. It's only it is is my only way of not feeling this way li of living or state. Is there something else that can help me? Because sometimes it gets so bad, I'm too scared. Oh boy, I've had a little contact with my father, and I haven't seen him in about two years. Uh, no name here, but you must get trauma therapy. There's there formal treatments for this. All these heavy symptoms can be rather quickly kind of reduced with EMDR and neurobiofeedback, things like that. And then the more difficult problem of sort of integrating your emotional systems after this kind of shattering abuse, you've got to, you must do it. It's really important to your. To your I hope her out. father was an ex, uh, eccentric dresser because she said she's every time she sees someone dressed like him, I hope that's a rare sight, is all I mean. Yeah, you know? yeah. And maybe six, eight, and 1,200 pounds or something. Yeah, so something rarely, really rare. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to see, you know, if he's a, wearing polo shirts, that's oof. No, you got rough. a rough day. That's where he lived, though. 27-year-old yeah. straight male from Newfoundland, a huge fan, fiancé of five years, always comments on how big my balls are. This is for you, Josh. Okay. Uh, I have a large but long sack. Large but long? Why? Isn't that the same thing? That's what I'm stuck on here, a large but long. I think you can't be means... large but long. You have to be large and long. Yeah, I, don't, I guess he's saying and. He's from Newfoundland. Maybe it's a good turn of the phrase. Yeah. Uh, I've had everything checked. It's fine. Uh, I'm hearing about Pierce and his amazing ability for inserting his testes into his ass. I figured I'd check to see if my ball bag could reach, and it absolutely has no issue at all in reaching wow. past my brown eye. Past uh, it. Past his That making, means he can go inside. His brown eye is making his balls blue. Uh, I've Pull never, him in, baby. 
brown I made my balls eye blue. Yeah, it sounds uh, like an never, Elvis song. Never had anything inserted in my ass aside from a finger during medical checkups. But with you, Tom, and Christina on board, I would sure be willing to give my fiance a chance to lube up my ball bag and stuff it in for the love of YMH. Video footage may all be, also be possible. You're just teasing. I mean, we don't need to see it, my friend. You can just go do it. I don't know why he doesn't well, just... Well, he's teasing us. Jordan, come on now. Just send the send the video. Believe me. I think that's a clout chasing Can you TikTok email. something like that? Will it, I don't will... know if you could TikTok it, but uh, you could certainly... You could do it. I don't think he could post it, but I think that's a clout chaser right there because if he really cared, he would just do it for the fun of it. Uh, he see. wouldn't need to, uh, Tom and Christina or your permission to do it. He All would right. just have lubed him up already so and I, his wife stuck him on in. I have a new, uh, this is a, a question that I would have answered differently literally the day before yesterday. Okay. My boyfriend and I were joking on how some strip clubs are still open and thinking about how ridiculous this is that strippers would wear nothing but a mask. However, this sport sparked an important question. Could farts spread COVID same as a cough or sneeze could if you inhaled farts blasted from somebody with COVID? Could you get sick? Was Dwayne Haskins the one who sent this in to you? <laughs> T and C, it says. Oh, that could be Dwayne. Ha could be James Harden, too. Both of them caught in strip clubs this past weekend. Oh, really? Yes. Dwayne Haskins had to remove his captaincy from his his uh, jersey because oh. there was some pictures leaked out. He wasn't wearing a mask unless you consider a woman's ass cheeks a mask. Well, I want you to read this uh, headline, ironically from Annals in Internal Medicine. Mm. Uh, I read the headline? Get, yeah. Uh, pro oh, shit, it turned sideways. Probable evidence of fecal aerosol transmission of SARS-CoV-2 in a high-rise building. Meaning it comes out of the toilet. That you shit in the toilet and it aerosolizes, oh, and, it was... and it was rising, and may have been the main means of transmission indoors. Wow! And it, and it would not only in this article they were talking about how it could go from apartment to apartment. So what the about the like subway things. vents? Uh, well, people shit on the subway. Yeah, I know. So I I don't know what to make of it all, except that it's now being looked at again back where we're quarantining inside, right? With the fart fart. COVID, well, like COVID you know, farts. I, I'm only comparing this because it's the only thing I can think of. You know when you walk over those grates yeah. and they blow up the wind on you like your Marilyn Monroe? But you're talking about like in New York City? When it's the they sub have them here in, uh, well, by the subway. I think I, yeah, right. When the subway goes by, it blows. Yes, yeah, yes. yes. I'm wondering, will that, because it smells like shit most no, times. No, I would say no. Okay. Th this is a an aerosol, which means water droplets. Oh. and uh, Or at least includes some something like that. And um, I'm going to say no, but this does just bring the whole question up about apartments and condos and how stuff transmits. And again, lockdown, 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 everybody. You might be getting it from your neighbor, for Christ's sake. Keep the toilet lid down, I guess, is the bottom line. Yeah, open the window. How about? Open windows, ventilate, ventilate, ventilate. Um, let's um, go That's to some wild, voicemails. Though. How about that? Give me a voice message there. Hi, Dr. Drew. My name is Emily. I know that you can compare tooth pain to birthing pain, and I am wondering if you can also have an orgasm from, like, your gums. I've recently been massaging my gums per the dentist's orders, and I can definitely see a correlation between having an orgasm and massaging my gums. So... It's also really easy for me to have orgasms. Right, I, I was going to say. Clearly. Yeah. Any correlation with it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, thank you for your time. Keep it high and tight. 
Uh, my queen's above 18. You bet I'm coming up in May. Yeah, we love her. Hell yeah. Uh, you know, she comes like a champ. I mean, yeah, the, these the women that have that kind of hyper or orgasmicity, yeah, orgasmicism, they're able to orgasm so easily. Or remain a somewhat of a, I wouldn't say mystery, but so much as not properly fully explored biology. Well, it's like one of those things where it's like uh, no one's a. Uh, exploring why someone you know is super cool i don't know it's it's fucking like it's i mean it's like it's not a problem right i mean no, it's, it's not, not like a an problem issue. but but think about this she's so orgasmic that she'll have an orgasm from rubbing her gums i know right i mean like, think about being her boyfriend you don't got it you just gotta go like <sighs> right and i've heard <laughs> of fucking I've, I've spoken to women who have orgasms from just sitting on a cold floor <laughs> wild and, yeah and that is a certain thing, right? That yeah. Rather than people sort of spending time trying to find the G spot, which has nothing to do with this, right? Right. Is this your G spot? <laughs> I guess for right? her, it's her uh, G it, spot. It is, all right, G for gums. It is some sort of autonomic wiring that needs to be properly explained, and no one's looking into it. No one. They don't do any study on that stuff. They, it almost like it doesn't exist. And then when somebody like. Um, what was I'm always blanking her name? What was Kelsey our, Cook? Chelsea Cook talks Kelsey, about it. Kelsey, Kelsey, right? Uh, t- people t- say, "Oh, she's lying." Right. And then she looks at women that can't orgasm and go, "Oh, they just haven't figured it out yet." Right. No, it's different biologies. Different biologies. Uh, another voice message. Hey, Doctor Drew. Hey, mommies. Hello, my queens above eighteen. Yeah, I buddy. Just got a quick question. Yes, yes. Um, how come you always gotta pee when you poop, but not poop when you pee? Bugged me since I was a child, so thanks. Can I uh, guess? Can I guess? Go ahead. When you poop, are you like putting pressure on your bladder at the same time? You're pushing harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, pushing yeah. down harder. But I will tell you, as someone who's had some of that machinery un- disconnected because Ooh. of my prostatectomy, it, it is an imperfect science. You know what I mean? Okay. I, I had to kind of rewire some of that stuff. Like it was, it became harder to pee and not poop. Huh? Yeah, because it's just your the way you're pushing was. Going. It just was whatever it is. We don't realize that we're able to hold one and do the other. And when somebody stretches those nerves, it's like, hey, we got to relearn a little bit of this stuff. Weird. What Kinda other uh, What other things did you learn about your body? Um, post uh, Post rewiring. Yeah. Post. Uh, well, I have ghost loads now, right? I don't produce right? semen. Um, that's like a thing, though, right? Am I wrong in that? I remember you hearing hearing you say that. That can happen even without it, the prostate, right? Because it's almost like a double orgasm. No, no, you, but you can have a retrograde ejaculation where you go up into your bladder. That's terrible, yeah, yeah. That's not terrible, but it's hard to reverse if you start getting that habit. And if you ever want to impregnate somebody, you can have a challenge on your hands here. Um, but, uh, but what were you saying? I was that, saying, like, you could have the thunder without the lightning. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? And yes. then, uh, you know, it could come later or maybe it's... You know, something that's building even more for the next round of... Uh... I, I'm not quite sure what you're thinking. It's all normal, just no fluid. It's just normal. Okay. Just no fluid coming out. I just thought it was such an intense orgasm no. that it was because it was no. so intense where you're like, whoa, I just shot a blank and I still got another one in the chamber. No, here. no, not like that. It's okay. just, just think normal with no fluid. Uh, diagnosed with COVID in October, the week prior to getting tested, I began experiencing cold symptoms. Noticed some weird symptom, which the foreskin of my peener was swollen. It was only the foreskin below the head. Swelling lasted for a day. Then my overall symptoms progressed into a standard COVID. Headaches, fever, chills, fatigue, blah, blah, blah. Talking with providers and reading accounts of COVID experiences, I haven't seen anything noted or related to the swelling of the peanut foreskin and COVID. What could cause this? I do not know. I don't. I mean, how do you, how often are you looking That's at your penis foreskin? 
but you know, the, that whole thing can swell up if it gets irritated at all. And for whatever reason, it was irritating. I would so. look at my dick and see that, and I would go, "It's humid out." Or something, you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't even. The storm, st- storm's coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would not go to COVID. I mean, I don't know. Right, it may be unrelated. That's yeah. exactly right. All right, we got any more voice messages hanging around? Hey, Doctor Drew, it's George from Illinois, and hey, I like to think I'm asking for all men. Is there any way to avoid the inevitable post piss drift? And if you're not aware of what I'm talking about, when a man is finishing taking a piss, they do a few or a couple shakes and tuck in and ready on the go. But as they're leaving, that one or two teardrops of piss just slide right out. Yeah. Is there any chance or any way of avoiding? I found somewhat of a hack of lightly pinching my tip once I'm done pissing, kind of like you're trying to get the remainder of all the toothpaste left. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my question. So I hope you guys are having a great day. Love your show and take care. So I take it back when I said everything else the same. That is a lot worse. Yeah. That particular thing after the prostatectomy is... More... Oh, I was going to say, isn't that a sign, by the way, that you might have something? A prostate problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not cancer, but a prostate problem generally. Yeah. As you get large prostate, you can have overflow. You can have... Your... All kinds of things can go wrong. That So you can get leakage. Even you can have difficulty holding your urine. You have leakage afterwards. You have leakage before. So the prostate creates all kinds of trouble after the age of 50 like that. So all that's going to get worse when you get older, even if you don't get a prostatectomy. But with a prostatectomy, that's very pronounced. Yeah. So I literally have to, there has to be many, many shakes. Mm-hmm. And literally, like toilet paper, I, it's almost like there's something left in the chamber. Right. You got to get the chamber It's like empty. you're uh, you're not flowing. It's like a clogged artery it, it, or something. It, it, no, because it, it, it's not, a, it's not a, a flow thing. It just feels like it, it somehow... It's not just I, pooling in your dick? I, no, it must be. It, it really yeah. just behind, I think, is really where the problem is. And so it has to get out through the rear urethra. Then you got to shake it. Then maybe dab it because it's just, it's just, I think, you know, the way fluid is, if you can create um, flow yeah. like, by dabbing, it'll, it'll kind of pull it out. Sure, there. sure. So, so that's know, what you do. You yank have to, your dick have to, to create shake flow? and dab. I was going to tell dab. this guy, just take your time a little bit more. Well, so like try the a... dabbing technique that I've developed. Uh, it's, it, it's an extra. I mean, my the, the, in terms of what has changed, it's an extra thirty seconds at the oh, your boy. yeah. It's a good maybe twenty seconds. It feels like thirty seconds, but it is a is a there is a definitely a procedure. There. Yeah, it's I was just gonna time. tell them to you know take your time and. Uh, but I get no leakage or anything like that. Right. I don't have any incontinence or anything. It's just the post void residual. This guy's it. throwing his dick down his pants and walking away, and then getting drippy drops. And yeah, it's not fun. Yeah, that's not that's bad. You and that take... smells bad later. Trust yeah, me. Take well, nothing your time. worse than old ammonia piss smell in your pants that's bad that's like a real like work hard thing i feel like too if you if you got little piss triplets in your pants you're, you're a stressed out guy i feel like you know what i mean Cause no because you're, you're constantly like on the go you know what i mean just stand there a couple an extra 30 seconds and shake your dick you know <laughs> we don't have to be constantly grinding all right, and that's what people are doing they're like i gotta get my paperwork in and they're not shaking their dicks at the at the toilets Always, I always rely on your great insights, Josh. Uh, is there any more? Uh, how many more voice messages we got? I, oh, I, we got quite a bit. Oh, okay, let's more? go through some of them. Yeah. Hey, Dr. Drew. Um, my name is Rhett. I'm a 26-year-old male. I got a question. Um, so a little context. My farts are absolutely incredible, and not in a good way by any means. Um it is actually taking quite a toll on my marriage, if I'm being very honest. And I want to know, how can I make it so that my farts are not so 
insane. I love you. Uh, keep on proto. Don't be stingy. Bye. Unfortunately for us, he did not explain the details of his farts. We don't know he, if it's smell it's or gotta sound be smell. based. It's got to be smell. Because the, the sound. But what if it's this like, what if they're so loud and, yeah. and his wife is just like, seriously? Like, yeah. what do you, we're fucking adults. I, I, I agree with you 100%. However, it's not going to endanger the marriage the way the smell will. Let's assume it's smell. Okay. Yeah, I think we go from that. Yeah. Uh, and I'll do a little bit on volume two, just a little bit. Um, but volume s- is obviously the lesser of two evils. Yes, exactly. As, as these things go. Um, so there are certain, you ever notice how certain ethnicities and genders don't go for the smelly farts? What do you mean? Don't go for like, like the white fraternity, bro. There's like, no oh shit. Good one. There's dude. no higher. There's no higher comedy than farting on each other. That's true. However, my African-American friends, if you do that to one of my buddies, he will kick your ass. Yeah. He, he will. And, and by the same token, the young ladies do not find it funny. Interesting. Black people they, don't find that funny. No. I didn't know that. No. That's kind of like if you, joke about, if you joke about being gay, too. It, at least my friends. They just don't dig it. And I'm assuming... And, and <laughs> you know, Mex, you know, told me this also is uh, Mike Catherwood, who's Mexican. He said his, his Hispanic friends, very much the same. Wow. Like, if you fight in the, fart in the car with them and start laughing, they'll push you out of the car. So farts <laughs> are just... We are always looking for our so, culture as white people. Yeah, this is... No, no. This is... Josh, this is your white supremacy. Yeah. This is white supremacy. You only see it through this one prism of the white man. I did. I have been this whole yeah. time. And so your thought is, this is funny like nothing else. Ha, ha, ha. My yeah. smelly fart. And they're like, you're keeping me down. Not, not to keep me down. What, what the fuck are you doing? Disrespecting you're me. Disrespecting. We, we, the, I, I don't find this funny. This is gross. You just and, blew my mind. And, and how can you find this funny? And to make it worse... God made the female nose more sensitive to smells, so they really are unhappy about it. Oh, my God. Okay? That's amazing. All right. Farts are white supremacy. Farts are white supremacy. Yes. Holy shit. Yes. Put the, you got to put that on a shirt. Thank My you. fucking head exploded yes. when you gave that analogy. It's so true because we're just like, ha, 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 and then like making shit smell it, bad. I'm and, telling you, it is, and I, this is oh my all God. kidding aside. It's a great example of how white supremacy works. Yeah, we didn't even I didn't even notice. Right. That's how it works, everybody. That's when people talk about white supremacy, they're not talking about skinheads. They're talking about Josh and farts. They're talking about my inability to recognize yeah. minorities' yes. hatred of my farts. Yes. Yes. I'm over here yucking it up. I know it's it's funny, but it's not. So No, it's uh, not funny. It's, it's not funny. That's what I mean. Our farts so, are hate crimes. <laughs> if you Perhaps fart, it's a hate are. crime. Perhaps they are. Uh, oh my goodness. You get the email? No, the, oh. <laughs> it's something related to the hospital, but not that. Uh, well, maybe I did. Let me see. Cause this is a, <laughs> I can't believe farts are hate crimes. I mean, this I, is I'm like, glad I taught you something. This is insane. And by the way, what it makes was, so much sense. What was the, did, this, did this guy give us his name? The guy that enlightened us? Uh, he, uh, very kindly. Well, he was talking about his own, uh, pr- problems with it. And we've come across a social problem with farting. And I think that's even more of a, forget this yokel's marriage. Who gives a shit? <laughs> we just discovered I feel so much more woke right now. I feel so much more like I'm never going to fart in front of a minority ever again. Right? Right? And I've been doing it a lot. Well, I see what see what a hate crime uh, participant boy, or oh boy. perpetrator you were. What a fucking shitty person. So here's, as far as the volume goes, to reduce the volume, a certain amount of uh, air swallowing is associated with volume. Uh, the other thing is diet, of course. A certain diet produces gas, uh, and it's different in different people. 
Depends on your sort of bacterial flora and the enzyme efficiency of your gut lining. Um, generally, the volume related to food and smell is sort of in the same category. Mm. So what he needs to do is adjust the flora as best he can. What's the flora again? The bacteria that live in his gut, particularly Ooh. the colon. So um, a good probiotic, seed is a good one. Use good probiotic, number one. Number two, get some some psyllium husk, things like Metamucil, get that going in your in your diet. A lot of it may help. And then figure out which foods are generating this. Uh, like for instance, I, as I've gotten older, more intolerant of onion and garlic. Hmm. It's like I can't metabolize it for some reason, so I have to avoid it. Makes a huge difference, but it might be spices. It might be some people. It's fruit or dried fruit, or it's all kinds of things you have to experiment with. It, but you have to figure out what it is, and then change your diet. Okay. Now, when sure. you discuss volume, I have become quite the queef connoisseur. Oh well, hold on before we switch to queef. Oh yes, Nadav, question on the gas. Yeah, um, I was going to ask because isn't isn't there another hidden option that he could get a poop transplant? And that no, that's an interesting idea. Uh, I've not seen anybody go that far for this problem, nor do I know that it works. Cause a poop transplant. Do you know what a true poop transplant is? I feel like I do it every day. <laughs> no, it's uh, actually getting somebody else's shit in your colon. Somebody else's bacteria, quite literally. And they, they've done it various ways. It's essentially now a capsule that's filled with bacteria that gets, gets mm -mm, down there. No thanks. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Um, but that the, I'll just have shitty smelling farts. I don't care. Yeah, the, that that works because that's in a setting of bacteria being eradicated by an antibiotic or something, or an, an overgrowth of one organism, like it was something called Clostridium difficile, C. difficile, or C. diff. People know it as. Um, but the normal flora being just a certain way, you can't really get it to get overtaken by, by, to my knowledge, by a, a um, poo transplant. But uh, queef. Oh, yes, uh, and I can't wait to have you come on to my show, The Josh Potter Show. Uh, we were going to do that, but we got way we'll late do by it schedule. Soon. Yeah. But uh, when you do, I have, we have so many queefs, and I've become quite the connoisseur. I can, I can tell you what's been going on with the vagina. Based on the queef? Based off the queefs. So the, the queef is a vagina telling you its tale of woe. Maybe. It's, it's or joy. A, it's or most joy. immediate tale of joy or woe, I uh -huh. would say. Yeah, because it's reacting to uh, those types of things. So and we've got all different sounds. Drew. So I'm just curious, yeah. and I'm betting, guessing, is this, uh, this a skill set you adopted by watching porn? No, 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 no. I, I don't find queefs sexual. I find them as a byproduct of sex, obviously. And therefore, porn is where you would see and hear as such events. No, I've heard them from, from real live, live, live action. Live action, uh, I've got some, live action some tours of duty myself, you know, and, uh, you know, I've seen them on the front lines mm -hmm. and, you know, so I, when, uh, when I asked for submissions, submissions, boy, oh boy, was my mind blown by the amount. Thank you. Overwhelmed. And, and if you, have you come across the rare, um, in control, multiple queefers that can, oh, control the ones that can it? do, yeah. I've learned about now yeah. I've learned through this. Yeah. I've discovered there are people that can queef on command. Yes. Uh, and the ones that are, they're like, <laughs> They're sucking air they suck into in the air, air yeah. and then they're they, expuls mm -hmm. expelling it. We've had uh, post-coital queefs. Well, that's what I thought you were talking about. Well, yes, you're... we've had a couple of those yeah. where I could hear, ah, that one's a little more juicy, so yeah. post-ejaculate. And, and when, uh, are the one, when are the distressed queefs? When, when do you know the vagina's not so happy? Thankfully, they've been all nice so far. Okay. We haven't heard okay. any trauma queefs. Okay, no thank distress the Lord. Queefs. Yeah, it's good. Uh, Maybe they all don't happen. Good. Maybe they're only expressions of joy and, and satisfaction. The ones that have been submitted to us uh, have been just joy seemingly happy. I've not heard one and gone, that's a, that's a 
bad queef. Or right? they are. Um, That's a traumatic queef. I think I think the ones that suck the air in are sort of like uh, faked queefs. Well, they way. are. Uh, they are not. What's the word? Uh, there's not much verisimilitude behind them because of the fact that they are self-made. Oh, so they don't sound quite the same way. Exactly. You can tell that. You yeah, can, yeah. You, you, you can, can. You can tell the. Uh, Manufactured quality, totally, one hundred percent, yes. Uh, but I've yeah, I'll, I'll play you the different well, ones thank when you, you. come I, on. I can't wait to, I think to hear I, your I, I expert wait. here. You I know? can't wait, and I feel like uh, just as you've learned about white supremacy, I've learned about the queef today. It's been <laughs> very, very, very enlightening day. Uh, another voice message, please. Hey, Doctor Gene. Hey, hey, mommy Gene. Hey, mommy. I got a question about beating off. So my question is: when you, well, when I masturbate in the morning, if I Use my hand. My dick is itchy for like at least half the day, if not more. But if I use my flashlight and some lube, it seems like that itching is vastly reduced or eliminated. So I was wondering why your dick gets itchy or your balls get itchy after you beat off with your hand dry rather than uh, using the flashlight and the lube. Keep it high and tight. I think it's a mechanical issue. And by the way, it's not that you get itchy. Yeah, it's you. That, that you get itchy. That is a you thing, That's my man. A, yeah. It's not one. It's you. Now, could it be the fleshlight in the lube is causing it because of it? Like, it's, no, it's making it overset. It. No, I'm saying, like, through his overusage of that, could then there be itching when he then uses it? Oh, I hand. see. I see. Interesting interesting theory, sir. Yes. Uh, way to use your, your deductive reasoning, which is that maybe the, the thickness of the... Uh, corneal uh, surface the squamous surface exactly the, what i was thinking is yes. not built up enough he's got to build it up and the, in other words he has he has what should we call this he's got a sensitive dick he has a, a trophic penis a, 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 <laughs> i like that yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he's got some atrophy of the skin or he, it's different no it's not atrophy it's, it's like a rich person who's never used their hands right they have right. no calluses right you know? i think you're on to it so it what would we call that we Manual uh, labor hand. I mean, like your dick needs some manual labor, dog. That's all. You gotta. Your dick has to go through. Put it in the field. Like, let's go. Yeah, dog. Start picking some apples with your dick. I don't I know. Couldn't have said it better, dog. So another another one. These are good. We like these. Hey, mommies. So uh, I just wanted to tell you about this thing my friend told me. Um, so she was hooking up with a guy, and I guess she kept being like about to come and about to come, and then she never did. And the next day she noticed that her clit had turned, like, dark, and she had, like, blue clit. Like, is that a thing that you've heard about? Uh, I really could use some answers. We've been talking about it for a while. And, um, yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, hold me on out, and uh, have a good one, mommy. She should, she should try massaging her gums. <laughs> I, I wish... <laughs> She'd given us her name because I'm in love with her. She's the best caller we've ever had. <laughs> I like the way she starts like husband to whisper to us. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> so there's this thing. Like, a voice message like, well, like girlfriend. Which is kind of do you think it was her friend or do you think it was her? I think it was her friend because if it were her, she would have been a little more distressed. This was a little more curiosity. Okay. And um, I, I think she, in her mind, she's associating blue clit and blue balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like where and, you're about to, same thing with a guy where you're about right. to come, about to come. And then. Men don't actually get blue balls. It doesn't turn blue. It doesn't turn blue. There's a buildup of lymphatics, and it's going to be uncomfortable. They don't turn blue. I, I think it sounds like he, she actually bruised her clitoris somehow. Like the, yeah, the blue is just blood. And, pound uh, town. Yeah, pound town for some reason. Maybe that's why she wasn't 
even reaching climax because uh, the pound town was a little too a little high. too much. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing that can happen after things like that is that women. Well, it's usually when they're having multiple experiences, they get persistent sexual arousal and keep having orgasms the next day when they're just lying around. That's fun. Yeah. You mean that's it's from like an orgy? No, you said multiple. From, yeah, I thought it, you meant literally. It's again the 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 types that are a little more gum or have to ejaculate yeah. from. I remember my first blue balls or, uh, climax rather vividly. Yeah, now that you brought it up, it was like a PTSD flashback just now. Yeah, and it was like so. I remember like I was just making out with a girl in my car, and then I went to a friend's house to watch a movie, and I just remember being like, I think I'm sick. I don't know. like. I was trying to shit, and then I was like, I don't know what's yeah, going yeah. on. Yeah, and I remember like. I was like talking to my friend, like, dude, I'm like, my stomach is just fucking killing me. And I didn't know what it was. I had no idea. And I was uncomfortable for like hours. Yep. I never blew my load or anything. So it just stayed there. Well, that would relieve it. It would have, right? Yeah. Like if yeah. you have it and you just come, you would go away. I'm not sure if that's, but there's also you can get the pubococcygeus muscle spasm, which is a sort of almost feels like you got kicked in the nuts. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Yeah, that's a little different. I mean, it's all triggered by the same thing. But. That is what guys tell girls, though. It's like, you got to, I got, you can't, you're going to hurt me if yeah, you don't like me. He can take care of himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. One more. <laughs> hey there, Dr. Mommy. My name is Jake. Um, this is not a, a brown or a white question, but a green one, actually. Um, I'm 28, and about for about the past 10 years, I've been uh, smoking the devil's lettuce pretty pretty regularly. Um, going to be trying to quit here soon, uh, but last time I tried to quit, I had some really debilitating uh, mental withdrawal syndromes, yeah. uh, anxiety, depression, yeah. and the like. Yeah. So I was researching, and it said that uh, CBD oil can sometimes help treat this. Just wondering if you had any experience or advice you could offer. Yeah, hey, I'm yeah. here now. Come on, try it out. Thank yeah, buddy. You. Um, good for you. Um, lots of experience with this. Uh, the withdrawal is rather nasty. Uh, it, you, the main symptom is irritability and paranoia, which you described in mood instability. Yeah. Um, certain medications can be helpful with that in low dose. Um, oh, I'm trying to remember the one we used to use a lot of, uh, sort of like Zyprexa, um, it's going to come to me in a second. It escapes uh, me as well. Yeah, but but in any event, so, so this the low dose sort of really they're sort of atypical antipsychotics or Seroquel can help, but the big problem is sleeplessness. That that can go on for up to six months. Yeah. And again, Seroquel can have a utility there uh, as well. Do not take benzodiazepines because you'll get strung out on that, and that's really a mess. Um, but expect yeah. to kind of be a, an, you've been through this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> yeah. I'm here. I don't know. Nothing really. I had to quit weed for a spell of time when I got my, uh, DUI back mm-hmm. in the day mm-hmm. and, uh, I had to go. It's so weird because they send you to like quest or whatever to, mm-hmm. you know, to see like if you have a problem and obviously like, I don't really, I don't have a drinking problem. I just didn't drink or whatever, but then they found the weed in my piss and they made me stay there for that. Stay where? At Quest. Like, keep coming in for sessions until oh, I delivered uh, a clean piss test. And then, so I was there for a fucking two months before my piss was like... It could take a while. If you're yeah. a regular user, it yeah. takes a while to clear. and I am. Even yeah. though it had nothing to do with the reason I was there, I then was there, and then I was locked in. So that fucking sucked. And then I... So I didn't smoke for, you know, two months or whatever. And, man, it was brutal. I was white-knuckling it uh, hard. Yeah. And what were the symptoms? Of I was I couldn't sleep. Yep, the sleeplessness uh, is the sleeplessness thing is, is a thing. Yeah, I, I was up for days. I had much, that before I started smoking. That's the reason I smoke weed, as a matter yeah. of fact. Because but pretty much universal though the sleep 
complaint. That's pretty much yeah. But I, I think I have insomnia issues prior. Yeah, it could anyways. be, but even those who don't have insomnia issues complain of the same thing. So I mean, yeah, maybe mine was accelerated, but I I would up for days. Uh, depression, obviously, but that was maybe had to do with the situation as well. Right. Um. Did you hear? Did you, the the irritability and paranoia? Like yeah, you, like, not easy, paranoia, easy but easy resentment and that kind of thing. Yes, not yeah. paranoia as much as I'm just like someone would be like, hey, Josh, I'd be like, what? Yes. You know, like yeah, that. That's, well, that's the irritability. But but I noticed that the, the irritability for sure is there, but they kind of kind of looking over your shoulder a little bit. It's kind of a funny, funny kind of a little paranoia that I've noticed people get. I don't know if I had that necessarily. I don't remember, recall that per se, but I was going through it as far as law enforcement and things like that. So that could have been a part of it as well. But yeah, I mean, uh, it was brutal. I don't, I don't, he didn't say why he's quitting, but because uh, that was my first question, why? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shoot, I can't find that. What is the medication? I cannot think of it for some reason. Anyway, anyway, just talk to your doctor about it. Somebody, you need to talk to somebody who's had experience treating this, though, because it is it is tricky, and uh, and it's miserable. It's miserable. Uh, do we have some TikToks to look at? Yeah. Me TikTokers, if you're horny, say hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, fuck oh yeah. God. And that's it. That's just that. Oh, my that, God. That's that whole TikTok. That's the dude from the Goonies. Oh, oh. I'm going to find the name of this medication. <laughs> it's really bothering, it's bothering me. I wish I had Open any. Open up the bonder, kick out the hay. We the girls from the USA. Hey, do you hear everybody have a happy thanks? Open up the bonder, kick out the hay. We the girls from USA. I had a hard time following. I, I, I couldn't quite hear it all, but good. I love him. I love him. Uh, it's yeah. tough without because I would I want to know Christina why she liked him so much. Um, what's not to like? I like his little song, his little uh, patriotic Risperidone. poem. Risperidone. There we go. That's what I was trying to think of. Risperidone. Risperidone. Give me another one. Got a they caught a truck. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome! Oh, pretty good-looking truck too. How do they find it was there? I want to know everything. When yeah. it's something like that, you go like, "Whoa!" And then that's the kind you, of TikTok I like. Do you think they thought they were bringing up a fish? Do you think they still think it's a fish? No, no, I don't. You sure? Well, I was one until until I saw the t- the wheels. I was a little unclear what the hell I was looking at. They like, think they got like a UFO and shit. They're all excited, but it's just a Ford. No, give me another one. <laughs> These are all Christina's uh, collated. That one up. is so cool, though. I mean, shit. Oh. Say, I got a question to ask you. How do you think I'd be as a stand-up comedian? Oh, boy. <laughs> you think I could make it? Uh, uh. O- only on TikTok. What's up over his head there? I, again, I'm always in- intrigued by what's in the room. Tell. I thought that was like he was in his car and that was the mirror at first. No, I have a hard time and, uh, orienting myself. It looks first. like a bullseye that you get from a shooting range. Uh, that's what it is, I think. I think you're right. He didn't tell us a joke or anything, so how are we supposed to know? Well, you know, given his spry, rapid delivery and the rhythm which he maintains, I say this is guy's made for comedy. I mean, he'd have a unique voice. If not that, maybe an auctioneer. The one thing that uh, I hate, though, uh, anybody who asks that question is never going to do it. Really? Yeah. 100%. Why do you think that is? Because if they wanted to really do it, they would just fucking do it because the first time is meaningless. 
Well, it's really interesting. I don't think anybody knows that. They I mean, do. I think they build And after up... you tell them that, they still don't. They're like, ah, I got to get up there. Well, they, and then you're well, like, well, then fucking do it. Well, or I've, don't. I've seen people get up there unprepared. Yeah. And when they, because that's they, better than not doing it. But they always fail. That's fine. The first one doesn't matter. But it's, it feels to me like the people that don't prepare for the first one don't continue. You have to do some preparation. Sure, of course. But yeah. you could take it and you, you could go like in not prepared, eat it, and then go, well, I'm going to prepare for tomorrow. Well, then you better go with that intention. Yeah. But no one does that. That's for sure. Well, then what are you doing? Well, so And so where does the desire come from that that is so important from your perspective? That... My point is if you want to do it, Start doing it because the first 100 times you do it mean nothing, whether they go good or bad or anything it else. Is, is stand-up strictly being in front of the audience? Isn't there a lot of writing and prep and of thinking? Course. Yeah. And, and wouldn't you argue that's kind of the harder part? I, no, it, of it, course, but you have to get on the stage to you, find you, any sort of... where You could write all day long. You yeah. have all the clever thoughts in your brain, and that tends to be what these people use as justification for thinking that they could do the job really they, they, they're writing stuff well yeah they go, i have these stuff. thoughts yeah, i have thinking. i say all this funny shit yeah. in front of my friends yeah i write down this stuff okay now go do it in front of a crowd and get the laughs and then we'll see but if you go up your first time and you eat it and you go oh i guess i suck well then you don't have the stomach for this and if you go up there and you do well and you think that you just did it then you don't have the stomach for this either it's yeah. because the first year of doing it no matter how many fucking times you do it are, is utterly meaningless yeah it does not matter, and it doesn't have anything to do other than the work that you derive from the experiences. It has nothing to do with the ter determination of your success or not. Interesting. Very interesting. Are there more TikToks? Oh, oh yeah. Good morning, oh, TikTok. How you all doing? Yeah, buddy. Give me some how you get How you get over a breakup? Oh, boy. You know, I just <laughs> keep going back, back, back. I know I got to get away from her, but can't do it. I got to keep going back, but I got to try to lead her. Man, Jim Henson is making some weird <laughs> characters. Indeed. How long do you figure he's been stalking his, the object of his affection? I don't know. I mean, he's a very old man. It, it, it occurs to me he might be talking about somebody that he broke up with 20 years ago. That would be sad. Yeah. She's... Well, it doesn't look joyous. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of... There's uh, some water stains on those tiles up there. Speaking of water stains, he's standing in front of a water heater. Oh, that would Weirdly. explain the thing on the tiles, I'd yes, imagine. Yes, yeah? it would. Oh, my God. All right, one more. I'm, I'm getting intrigued by our TikToks. If you do anything that you're about to see, you might be a meth head. Yeah, yeah. That's more crystal. That's more... Uh, What's he doing? That's... Yep, yep. Looking for a piece of something you dropped two weeks ago. Sunglasses inside. I think I'm a meth head. Wear a headlamp 24-7. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> dude, it's that car. Oh, well, that's the it. White that's Tahoe? the meth. It's outside, dude. That's the meth move. it's outside, dude. Yeah. You talking about the one we've seen at home in Mississippi? Dude, we're in Florida. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That's the move. The paranoia. Not just the paranoia, but the same car is passing me over and over again. I've had meth patients go and attack people uh, when they pull into a gas station because they say, you've been following me, even though they just randomly pulled into that station. You know, I've been seeing a lot of uh, random confrontations out there. I, I, I wonder if it's meth. 
Usually is. Yeah, uh, yeah. Typically is. Uh, or mania, that kind of thing. There's a yeah. lot of manic and meth people running around right now. Yeah. And, and then you throw in a little COVID stress and you got a, got a quite a recipe there. Do you have more TikToks? What do you want to give us? TikToks or, e- or voice message? Oh, my uh, God. I've got a couple more voicemails to go through. All right. All right. Here we go. Hi, mommies. Um, I'm a 25-year-old woman, mm-hmm. and I have a question about brown or, mm-hmm. or lack of. Mm-hmm. I met my monogamous intercourse partner. He's my boyfriend, and we've been together one and a half years, and it's going well, and in fact, we plan on moving in with each other next summer. The thing is, I can't poop around him. I usually poop once a day between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m., otherwise I don't poop, but whenever I'm with him, I suffer constipation unless Mm -hmm. I take laxatives. I'm worried when we move in, I won't be able to poop in my own home, and I read somewhere that if I laxatives can be bad for your kidneys. So I was wondering how reliant I should be on laxatives. Also, my mom has a similar issue. Uh, she can't poop when she's on vacation, so she can be constipated for like a week or even more. Um, so I'd love any advice you'd have. I okay. Love Is it called constipation when it's all in your head? Yeah, yeah. It's still constipated you're, if you're not having regular movements or you're, you're, I don't understand doesn't it just won't it just like fall out of your butt eventually like no because it gets very packed in and very hard and can become difficult to get through mm. uh, and very painful sometimes so here's what I suggest I, I know married couples where the woman has a problem like this years into the marriage fuck where she won't she has to you know she has to leave the house to take a shit <laughs> I know I know Do why they, bother I'd just they rather just, die this lonely they, life of solitude not, than have to deal with that but not only that they don't know that the male appreciates these things it's not something she well, should feel bad about appreciate I mean we, we, had the we understand country. that you shit right yeah. well, <laughs> well look we just talked about how the white male at least uh, has some appreciation True. for it Again, that's white supremacy to say yeah, males. Yeah. Uh, so um, what you want to do is, yes, you should be taking... Like, something like milk and magnesia on a regular basis is fine. You don't have to worry about that. You can take it chronically. As long as you're not getting diarrhea, you are fine. When you start getting into trouble, when you've had a few days where things aren't working, you might add like some Ducalax in. And that should be about all you need for this kind of problem. These right? types of cautionary tales just make me just want to die alone. Yeah, yeah I mean... Right. Well, <laughs> although i did i'll say this i'll bring this up i did see your episode with leanne and you brought up the fact that i might need like a leanne did i say that yeah you said something said well you said i don't have uh, her so therefore i didn't get xyz done uh and i think you're right you, you know what's it, what's interesting about uh podcasting when yeah you, when you do lots of it I can't remember 30% of what no, I in here. No, I 100% that agree. Like, but, I don't but, remember anything I say. I remember what other people say. Right, when I right, them. exactly. Especially, exactly yeah. right. Um, but I do remember thinking about what Leanne does for Bert. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And and how he'd be dead without Leanne. For sure. Well, yeah, I mean. He, he would, you know, he'd be a very, very, very different person without Leanne. Yeah, and I wonder if I had a Leanne, how much I could flourish. I think it would. I think it would be good for you. I need something. I'm yeah, tell you. <laughs> yeah, I do. I think. Yeah, no. I, I think what I was talking about was how males we just we sink without a female. It, we just do. Yeah, it I don't know what be. it is that uh, some males, not all males, not supremacy talk again. It's just that right, we, right. We, we need something to counterbalance our stuff. Yeah, I don't know what I need in terms of an exact counterbalance. I right. mean, I don't know what type of person that would be or whatever, but I do need something. 
uh, to jump on. And we were talking. I remember we were also had been talking about who that you know what you were what you like. And we, we you and I've talked about relationships. Over sure, it. sure, sure. And, and I still don't know who it is either. I don't quite know what that is. I don't you. either. Yeah, and I yeah. I'm getting um, I'm excited to find out. I was thinking this like through quarantine. You know, I I had depression before this, mm. and during this, it sent it into a nosedive, obviously. But through that nosedive and without having stand up, I've done some self assessment right. and I've now I'm now finding myself excited for after this is done to fix some things about myself that have nothing to do with stand up. Ooh, good for you. See, so that's exciting. Think, it makes think, me excited for the outcome of this whole thing. Yeah, but, as miserable and awful as COVID has been, I get this feeling that good things will come from it. Oh dude, I am Yeah, some good things at least. Outside of the personal growth that I hope to experience at the other side of this, I also can't wait for the fucking rage that it's going is, to be that, in this world. It's that, gonna be amazing. That's what I think. I feel like it's gonna be the roaring twenties again or something. A hundred percent. It might not happen to like the mid part of the decade, but it will it, still happen. I agree with you. And I and I think it's interesting that I've heard people making explicit sorts of comparisons between uh prohibition mm-hmm. and what they're doing now in terms of yeah. getting their haircut and eating dinner and well, they don't meet my family well, look at the timing of the spanish flu and then the 20s right, came after that right too, so. so prohibition spanish flu we're sort of having all so we have in our case now is we have the flu yeah governmental overreach like prohibition and people doing stuff on the dl and then when it on comes speakeasy out, everything yeah, yeah yeah i mean the the meals i've had out at restaurants and things, it has felt like walking into a speakeasy. Like, oh my god, you know, what's the knock? What's so the who, who sent you? It's sort of what you get. Yeah, doesn't feel what? Doesn't it? Isn't it more like I'm eating at a restaurant? When I ate, a couple weeks ago, I ate at a restaurant uh, outdoors that was full in, in a region that was uh, 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 what do we call it? Surveyed by the ser- the sheriff who was told the government to go take a leap. Yeah, and and I was so I, I nearly kissed the owner. Just eating dinner around humans, I felt euphoric afterwards. Right, it was so weird. It was really weird. I I went and to, I did not get COVID in the but, beginning of November. I did three shows in places that were allowed to do shows in, and yeah. uh, while I was there, you know, I went to a restaurant and I actually like went to sit down on the patio, and they go, "We don't have any patio dining available right now." Just inside. Just inside. <laughs> yeah, but there was nobody there. I was oh. the only human being in the whole oh, place. Yeah. It was like lunch or whatever, and. Sitting down and eating in a restaurant, it felt kind of weird. Yeah. And then when I left there, I was like, I was walking on a cloud. Isn't that weird? I can't wait to feel like what it's like to go to a b- crowded bar again. Yeah, a bar or oh walk through god. an airport without a mask on. Oh my <laughs> god! This is the first Christmas Eve in 15 years that I won't be in a bar. Oh, interesting. Not that I. I mean, I just always I'm you know lonely bachelor guy, so it's sort like, of a good thing. Yeah, I guess. I mean, is it though? It was fun. I always found it cozy. And like I put a little romanticized nostalgia yeah. on drinking alone at a bar on Christmas Eve. I don't know what it is. You, you drink hot toddies. I one, do. I do actually. One yeah. more voice message. Hi, Dr. Drew. My name is Barbara and I am from Columbus, Ohio. Mm. I wanted to call and ask you and Christina your thoughts on the labia plasty, I believe it's called. Um, I am a female that does consider having the surgery done especially in today's age with the porn and internet uh you know i wonder if this is necessary for my body to be accepted obviously not having okay hold hold it right there hold it right there hold it right there i'm going to make you play that one again for christina uh but i will tell you i've heard enough to tell you my quick thoughts on this um i've actually scrubbed in on these surgeries i'm familiar with them is this Uh, the web's 
no, this is just reducing the lips, essentially. Oh, okay. Don't do not do this. Uh, and also it's not only reducing the lips, it's also tightening the vagina a little bit. So after babies, vaginas go from like this to sort of this. Mm. If that makes sense. And they want to go back to this because they've seen it on pornography, not because the husband is complaining. I've seen dozens of these cases that go and do this, and the husband the whole time is going, Honey, please don't do this. It's not for me. Don't worry yeah. about it. I'm fine. That means good. The husbands are never motivating it. It's always a woman saying, I want to look like the pictures. I want to look like I see on porn, which I is so silly. I know a plenty of guy who like a, a meaty lip. Not only that, is that a, 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 does that in any way get into the, no. Male thought, male the male gaze, no. This is not part of what we're in. We don't care. If you've seen care. some of the vaginas that I've gone down on, feel a lot better by yourself. <laughs> And and did you judge any of them? Not a one. Not a Still one. Still not judging. I'm happy just telling you. Happy with all of them. Happy with all I of mean, them. I mean, I went to a couple of them. I went down like, woo-wee. And then I was like, well, whatever. Here, here. Barbara from Columbus, don't worry about that, please. And by the way, that procedure can have uh, complications where there's scarring and it can be painful. You don't want to get into it if you could please possibly. Love those meaty lips of yours. You got to do some self-love. Why isn't there not a campaign about that? We have Lizzo out there making people feel good about being large. Yeah. We need some people out there. I know. Thick lips. Lipso. Yeah. yeah, we need a lipso. <laughs> we do. We do. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you, and I've been championing this for quite some time. I, I did a show for Discovery Health years ago, and this was one of the topics we covered. So I scrubbed in on some of the surgeries, and I talked to all these women that were doing it. And, they, and I was just, and every time the man was standing by, going, "I'm trying to do this. I mean, it's not a big deal." You know, I liked her pussy. Yeah, but it was great. She's great. So what's yeah. the big deal? We just don't care. It's fine. All right, everybody. Thank you uh, again. 818-253-1693 for more of these good voice messages. We love them. And the emails have been the email quality has been up, up, up. We appreciate it so much at drdrewafterdark at gmail.com. Josh, what come up for you? Thank you very much. Oh, I'm going to be, uh, you know, I do my show every Tuesday right here on the old YMH channel. It's called the Josh Potter Show. And uh, I hope you can check it out. Other than that, I'm on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Josh underscore Potter. I'll be, uh, you know, on that thing, as long as we're shut down. So hit me up. All my stuff is at drdrew.com. Find it there, and we will see you next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.